You're listening to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. This podcast was created for the photographer looking to build a five or six figure photography business that allows them to live a well-balanced life. This podcast will provide you with marketing strategies, inspiring stories and interviews, and tips and tricks to scale your business. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson. I'm a family photographer, business coach, wife, and mama from Oklahoma. After riding the struggle bus while scaling my photography business for four years and also working a full-time job, I finally uncovered the strategies to reach massive profitability and success while living a life I'm absolutely obsessed with. Now I teach photographers how to do the very same thing in a fraction of the time it took me. I'm going to transform your photography business so that you can scale and create a consistent client base automate your systems and transition into becoming a full-time photographer who makes five figures and beyond. I want to help you navigate this overwhelming space so that you know what to charge, how to streamline your business, and how to market your business effectively. It's time to scale and create your most profitable, exciting, and fulfilling photography business of your dreams. Let's dive into today's show. The topic we love to hate, but what we need to know, that is taxes 101 for photographers. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing what to file as, write-offs, incomes and expenses, tax percentages, paying quarterly versus yearly, bookkeeping, and paying yourself. So the first thing that I want to dive in here is let's answer the question of what do you need to file as? Are you supposed to do a sole proprietorship or register your business as an LLC? This is actually pretty much up to you and what you decide, but I want to explain the difference. So the main difference between a sole proprietorship and an LLC is that the LLC is something that you pay for and it will help protect your personal assets. So this would be your home, your vehicle, money and other personal bank accounts, etc. If your business was to get sued or suffer a loss. So that's the difference between the LLC and the sole proprietorship. Now, let's say you're someone right now who has a full-time job or a part-time job employed by someone else, and you are working on building up your photography business. Well, the good news is that you should be, I hope, already filing taxes on your personal tax return. And so what you would do here in this situation is you would be turning in the form that you are getting from your employer. So this could be a W-2, a W-9. I don't know all of the legal jargon, but you have some type of form when you're working for someone that you fill out. So you're already turning that in during tax time. So if you're building your business on the side, what you need to do is you need to be keeping track of the income coming in and the expenses going out for your photography business. And then what you're going to do is you're going to report those numbers 
on your personal tax return if you choose to be a sole proprietor. Okay. So all that means is you're saying, Hey, I work for somebody. This is one source of income, but I also own my own business. And so this is another source of income. And you don't have to do anything special other than tell your CPA or your tax accountant, here's what I have going on and give them everything that they need to file for you. If you're in the beginning of your business, this is typically what you're going to do. I recommend everyone eventually get that LLC really as soon as you can afford it. The fee, the cost, all of that, it defers from state to state. And so you're going to have to do the research and look into your own state. But most states have some type of an annual fee and you will pay that annual fee every year, right? It's annual every year to maintain your LLC. This is really, really important because if your business was to ever get sued, whether this was an accident, someone got hurt, whether you did not fulfill your end of the contract, you want to make sure that you are protected so that that person can't sue you and take everything you own, including your home. That would be really, really bad. And again, we're always basing what if scenarios. We're basing everything on what if scenarios. And I would rather you have your LLC and be protected than be that one in whatever the statistic is, that one in a million or a few hundred thousand where something like this does happen and you do end up getting sued. So I want you to protect yourself. So again, as soon as you can afford it, or your CPA or tax accountant says, hey, this is really your best move right now, get the LLC. So that way, at least you're separating your personal assets from your business assets. Okay. So that's the difference. Again, it really is your personal choice of what you want to file as, but most of you are probably already filing as a sole proprietor. And if you're not, then you know that you are an LLC and you're paying some type of a fee to maintain that in your business. The next thing that I want to talk about is income and expenses. And this is where the whole idea of bookkeeping comes into play. So it is really important that you treat your business as a business and you not only step in to the photographer role, but you also become the business owner. And as a business owner, one of your responsibilities is to know what's coming in and what's going out and what your net income is, which again, would be your profit. That's what you're taxed on. That is what you can pay yourself on. All of that good stuff. You need to know your numbers. Knowing your numbers in your business doesn't have to be a confusing thing. In fact, it should be something that you become comfortable with. So all this taxes and legal jargon and talking about numbers, it's actually so simple that we need to pay attention to all of these basics that I'm going over today, because this is truly how you're going to set yourself up for success. You have to know your numbers or you're not going to know how you're doing in your business. You are going to make decisions based on how well your business is going. So I want to dive into bookkeeping basics, and then we're just going to keep trucking along with the other topics. So first thing is, this is as simple as it gets for you paying taxes, okay? So bookkeeping basics right here. Here's the formula that you need to know. 
You need to know your income, which is the money coming in. This is called revenue. This is all the money flowing into your business. This is what you are making sales on. This is your sessions, your print and product sales, and any other form of income you have. Then we're doing minus expenses. So we had all that revenue and now we are subtracting all of the money that went out. So expenses are what you need in order to make your business run. And there are a ton of categories for this. I'm actually going to link in the show notes a Word document that you can just download as a PDF and it will show you the categories that are most common for photographers. Go ahead and take that. I don't mind. Copy it. Take it, use it, and that will list out the categories that you can include for your expenses. So income minus expenses equals profit. The number that is left over at the end of the month is where all of the percentages come from, okay? So let's say for easy math, you brought in $2,000 of revenue, Let's say your expenses are $500. So you've got 2,000 minus 500. That leaves you $1,500. That $1,500 is what you're going to be taxed on and how you're going to pay yourself. Okay, so I'm going to pull up my calculator because I don't want to mess any of this up. But we're saying there was $1,500 left over. So out of that, we have to pay taxes. Now, here's another popular question. How do I know what my tax percentage is? Well, first of all, the legal correct answer would be that you ask your CPA or your tax accountant, but typically it falls between 20 to 30%. I would land between 25 and 30% if I were you. That's a very safe bet. So let's say out of the 1,500, we are setting aside 25% for taxes. So all you have to do is we're taking that number, we're multiplying it by 0.25, and that tells me that I need to set aside $375 for taxes. Before I lose you, I want to stay right here, okay? I want to back up. I know some of you get overwhelmed, especially if you're listening to this as just audio and you're not sitting down writing any of this out. So just very basic. Listen to me. All of your revenue that came into your business minus your expenses is everything that's left over. So you're going to get a number that's left over. You're going to take the number that's left over and you're going to multiply it by your tax percentage. Now, if you have a handy dandy spreadsheet that I'm going to talk about here in just a minute, it will automatically calculate all of this for you. You don't even have to do this. You just have to keep track of your income and your expenses. And then at the end of the month, you get to look and it's going to literally spit all these numbers out to you. Okay. But from there, it once you have multiplied the profit, multiply that by your tax percentage, whatever number you landed on, 20, 25, 30%, whatever that is. And then you're going to take that out. So we had 1,500 minus 375. And what's actually left over for me in my business to either pay myself with or do whatever else I want to with would be $1,125. That's what's left over. That is the profit after taxes. Okay. 
So what I do with this number is I create a business budget. I want to walk you through how do you even pay yourself as a photographer? The first thing you need to know is we never have steady income. Okay. It's not that you can't be profitable month to month to month. That is totally possible. You can also have consistent clients, but you're not getting a set paycheck like you are at a job. If you're an employee working at a job, you usually have a set salary. You have some type of a set take-home pay. You don't have that when you run your own business and you're being an entrepreneur. It's going to be very rocky, very up and down. This is normal, okay? This is 1,000% normal. I'm interrupting the show for just a quick minute. Building a profitable photography business takes hard work, but it doesn't have to feel overwhelming or impossible. If you're tired of feeling like a hot mess express, I've got just the solution for you. Introducing the From Broke to Booked Blueprint program. This is my signature course that teaches you how to build a profitable and purposeful photography business so you can avoid wasting your time and money trying to do it alone which means you get to live a fuller life and have a photography business you're proud of. The blueprint includes a self-paced course with over 30 video lessons, a private student community, and lifetime access. I put my seven plus years of experience building my own photography business and helping over 150 photographers build theirs into this program so that you can do the same. For more information on this incredible program and community, head to brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. Now back to the show. So what I like to do instead of saying, I'm going to pay myself $750 a month, which by the way, is super low, but we all start somewhere, right? Some of you may only be able to pay yourself $200 a month. But instead of doing a set number, what I like to do is I like to set myself up with percentages. That way, no matter what the leftover number is, all I have to do is plug in these percentages and send the money where I need it to go. Okay, so I'm going to walk you through this very slowly. If you want to pay yourself as a photographer, literally paying yourself, transferring money from your business account over to your personal account to cover your personal bills and anything else you want. Here's how we do that. So if we have, let me pull the calculator back up. Okay. We're doing this as an example. I want to use the same example the whole time. So I don't confuse anybody. After taxes, we had $1,125 left over. Okay. So Let's say that I've decided half of that I'm paying myself, okay? So if I'm doing half, we're going to divide this by two. That means I'm paying myself. I'm going to transfer my money from my photography account to my personal checking account, $562.50, okay? That means I have $562.50 left over. What do I do with it now, right? So what you're going to do with it is you're going to set up these percentages. So for me, what's left over now, 50% went to my bank account. That's my paycheck. But now I've got 
other categories. You're going to set up percentages for different categories. You can have different categories than me. It's whatever you want. For me, I've decided that 10% of it goes to savings. 10% of it is going to education. Or if there's an item that I really want for my business, maybe I'm going to save up for camera gear, get a new camera, get a new lens. 10% is going to go into that. And then 10% is going to go toward giving. Okay. So I like to partner up either with my local community, or I like to find some type of an organization that I want my business to personally give back to. And that's where that goes. And then anything left over, I just leave it in my business bank account. So it's so easy. Paying yourself is really realistic. Now, you may not be able to pay yourself as much as you want to and as much as you're desiring at first. But if you don't start this now while you're making smaller increments, then how will you ever train yourself to pay yourself when you're actually getting consistent clients and you are making your dream paycheck that you want, right? So you need to do this stuff right now. I don't care if you only have two or three sessions a month. You can still set up these business practices because you have to do it anyway. You have to keep track of your bookkeeping for your business regardless because you have to turn it in for taxes at the end of the year. So it's like, why not follow a formula and go ahead and pay yourself and do things the right way? I want you to be responsible. I want you to show up as a business owner and I want you to follow this business budget so that you can pay yourself every single month. Okay, there is another question that I want to answer and that is, should I pay taxes quarterly or annually? Which means at tax time, I wait until my CPA says, here's how much I owe, I write a check and I pay it. So how do you know what you should do? Well, let me break down the difference for you. If you pay quarterly taxes, which means you're paying before it ever is tax time, you're making prepayments, okay? This is called estimated taxes. So what you do is you basically look at the previous years. And if you don't have a full year of doing this, like let's say you are brand new, you're just dipping your toe into photography or you're still discounting your business as a hobby, let's say that this year is the first year you're actually going to be doing this. So what I would do is I would look at your goal and I would set estimated payments if you want to do it quarterly. All this means is you're prepaying based on what you think you're going to owe come tax time next year. So again, it's real simple math. If you're wanting to bring in $30,000 for the year, and you are saving 25%, you're going to take 30,000, multiply it by 25% in taxes, and then divide it by four. You're going to divide it by four because there's four quarterly payments due. So if you divide that by four, then you're going to estimate that you're going to pay in $1,875 at the end of every quarter when those payments are due. You're prepaying it. So what that means is, if you don't actually end up making that much, then the government owes you. You're gonna get a refund on that money. But if you end up needing it, right, and you prepaid it, then you get to skip the penalty. So when you pay annually, 
Guys, there's nothing wrong with waiting and paying at tax time. I just want you to be aware that there is a late penalty fee included for not prepaying, right? Like they're always trying to get you somehow, it seems like, and they're really not. It's just the way of doing taxes and doing business. So what I would recommend is get yourself to a place where you can pay quarterly. And if you can't, at the very least, what I want you to do is I want you to have a tax savings account to open up a savings account that is literally for tax money. You want it out of sight, out of mind. You do not want to be spending the money you're setting aside for taxes. So again, I walked you through the revenue that comes in on a monthly basis minus your expenses on a monthly basis equals what's left over. And so you can automatically multiply it by your tax savings percentage. Again, 20%, 25% or 30%. And then whatever number you get, you're going to immediately transfer that over to that tax savings account so that by the end of the year, you have saved up pretty much what you need to either pay in or you will have a little bit more. And if you don't owe all of that, so let's say that you end up having enough write-offs to where you actually don't have to pay all of that money out of your tax savings account, then it's like a bonus paycheck for you at tax season. So it's like, ta-da, you were a really great business owner this year. High five, here's $2,000 extra dollars for you to do whatever you want with, right? And so from there, you decide what you want to do. Do you want to give yourself a bonus paycheck? Do you want to put it toward debt? Do you want to put it toward a vacation with your family? Your choice, okay? But you've got to be proactive. This entire episode is centered around being a proactive business owner. We don't need to be in the dark. We don't need to be afraid or overwhelmed of taxes. And if it takes you three times to listen through this and you need to replay it a couple of times and take each section and really slow down and listen to what I'm saying, do it. Absolutely do it. But I want you to feel comfortable and confident that you know what to expect when it comes to taxes. So the last thing I want to end with is how can I get away from having to do this manually? There is a spreadsheet that I highly recommend. It's a one-time purchase. I did not make it, but I am an affiliate, but it's from Katie Farrow and it's called the Small Business Starter Kit. You pay one-time fee for this and you get the spreadsheet. And inside of the spreadsheet, it lays out a column for all of your income and you can categorize it however you want to, a column for your expenses, a column for owner's pay, which all that means is if you are at the grocery store and you forgot to transfer money to your personal account, if you absolutely had to swipe your business card, you could, and then you just mark it down for what you used it for, and then you can throw the funds back into your account later. So don't get overwhelmed by that. You don't even need to use the third column if it overwhelms you, but it has your income, your expenses, and then the really cool thing is over on the right side of the spreadsheet, it calculates everything for you. It shows you how much of your income is coming from where. It shows you your expenses, like what is your number one expense? Where is it going? All of that good stuff. But it also auto calculates your taxes based on the percentage you tell it to. So all you got to do is pop in your tax savings percentage that you want to save for, and it will automatically tell you what that is every single month. 
So I highly recommend you grab that. I'm leaving that in the show notes. If you can't see the show notes or you can't find it for whatever reason, go to brookjefferson.com slash podcast and scroll down the page and you will be able to see a section titled resources and recommendations. And it will be listed there under the small business starter kit. Okay, guys, I know this was a lot, but I hope that this made it simple for you that you don't feel so overwhelmed with preparing your taxes and that I gave you enough of a head start to get it prepared for tax season this year so that you can set your business in motion and have all of this sorted by the next time the tax payments roll around. So I'm wishing you all the best. And again, double check all of this with someone that is a CPA so that they can give you the most up-to-date information. None of this was professional legal advice, but it was what I've learned over the years in my business. And it is my advice to you. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. If you're loving the content, can you take just two minutes and do me the biggest favor? Share your love for the show by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share the show to your social media. I'm on a mission to transform our photography industry and the best way to reach others is to share the show. I'll catch you on the next episode.